What would it be like, I wonder, if humans could slobber as freely as dogs? There's no social stigma for dogs when they slobber, and it looks like a lot of fun. So I envy them that freedom. I've certainly wanted to slobber at various times. There are situations where nothing else makes sense. But despite having lived for 2,100 years and in many countries around the world, I have yet to find a culture where it's even mildly acceptable, much less looked upon with approval. I guess some things will never change. Despite the universe's refusal to change enduring truths according to my will, lately I've been wishing I could train a druid in a five-minute karate movie montage, rather than the necessary twelve years. After ten seconds of futile effort trying to solve a problem, the initiate would abruptly improve, or learn the lesson, and her expression would fill with wonder, and I would award said initiate a cookie or a tight nod of approval. The initiate would bask in the glory of an achievement and then move on to the next difficult challenge for another ten seconds, and so on until a triumphant swell of music and a slow-motion high-five signaled victory and completion. We would smile the radiant smiles of actors in fast-food commercials, merrily chuckling as we ate enough grease to make our hearts explode like meat grenades. But training my apprentice, Granuale, wasn't like that at all. Shaping her mind for druidry was rough and monotonous for both of us, yet shaping her body was fraught with peril. The peril was the sort Sir Galahad had faced at Castle Anthrax, stupefying sexual tension. Every winter solstice, I gave my apprentice an entire wardrobe of loose, shapeless sweats, and she kept buying herself tight, form-fitting outfits to wear in the summer months. I had trained my Irish wolfhound Oberon to help me through it and be my Lancelot whenever Granuel made my jaw drop, which was more often than I would care to admit. She'd go through her kicks and lunges and various stances and build up a sweat, then I'd start thinking about other ways to get sweaty, and shortly thereafter I'd need to be rescued. Can't I have just a little bit of peril? I would ask Oberon through our mental link. No, it's too perilous, he'd say, and then I'd have to give him a snack, which would force me to tear my eyes away from Granuel and redirect my thoughts into less prurient channels. It might sound silly but it was self-preservation. Granuel picked up on the pattern after a while, unfortunately. Sensei? she asked. Yes. Why are you always leaving about halfway through a workout to give Oberon a snack? To hide the evidence of his blistering passion. What? Uh, well, he's a good dog. To sequester the sight of his untrammeled lust. Granted, but he's a good dog all the time, and the only times you interrupt what you're doing to give him a snack are during workouts. To conceal the tower of his carnal desire. I reward him sometimes for using big words, and sometimes I reward him for shutting up. 
to delay the dawning of his enormous longing. Now would be a good time to shut up. I'd better get a snack. Deal. So, what did he say just now? Granuel asked. I'm sorry, but that's classified information. Oberon chuffed, and Granuel's eyes narrowed. She knew the dog was laughing, blast him, and now she'd be determined to find out what he thought was so funny.